All right, we are back with our uh, week five preview, our part two of this episode. We're uh, got a nice Friday afternoon session with you know most of the info we're going to have. Um, we can jump right on into these these games here. We've got uh, Arizona at Cincinnati. Um, I don't I don't know who I'm picking. I, it's like the toughest game to pick. Yeah, it's like who's worse. I don't like. I guess I have Cincy here, but I don't like it at all. Yeah, no, no Ross, no Green. Obviously, it's been a thing. Um, yeah, it's it's no. Neither team has an offensive line. Neither team really has a pass rush either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be one of those things where it's just like a shitty shootout. That's my best guess. So yeah, the guys we do like. I mean, I think yeah, hopefully Mixon. Yeah, I wrote literally the four healthy skill guys. So, like, Mixon Boyd and then David Johnson Fitzgerald. I, the, I don't see any of those guys flopping. That's it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and then, I, I, like, we have Eifert's listed here just because of the matchup. Mm. Cardinals. Yeah. The, the Cardinals tight ends. It's, it's a, that's a thing now as far as I'm concerned. And, mm-hmm. um... I, both the QBs are probably streamable, right? Yeah, I mean, both the opposing defenses are so bad. Like, because like, e- like even if the offensive lines are bad, there's no pass rush, like you said, so it's not going to yeah. matter. But I also don't mind Auden Tate here. Um, he's been getting a lot of targets the last two weeks because um, they they were doing Damian Willis, uh, Damian Willis in there. Now he's been swapped out for Auden Tate. He's been getting some targets with Boyd there. Now there's no Boyd. So, oh and Auden Tate, that's people were joking about a pre-draft, but like he is tight end like he's pretty he's pretty similar to like Jared Cook or someone like like a big move tight end. Mm. Honestly, Jared Cook might be faster. Honestly, probably, but um, well, probably. But anyway, yeah. So Auden Tate's a fine like stream guy if you're like desperate at receiver this week from injuries and buys and stuff, just because he'll get targets. I mean, because after you know, boy, there's. Eifer, and then you know, Tate's the only other guy there really to get targets aside from you know Mixon too. But there's going to be enough uh, attempts this game, I think, just because of lack of defense and pace. So yeah, it might, it might be the hardest game to pick. I don't. It's yeah, I don't feel comfortable taking either one of them. Yeah, no, I'll I'll pretty much decide like a couple minutes before how I feel about this. <laughs> but uh, next game we've got Buffalo at Tennessee. This is, you know, a prime Thursday night matchup we've got here on a Sunday. <laughs> so kind of feel as, like Thursday, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a bad thing to say about a game. It feels like Thursday. <laughs> this not game gonna, takes me back. I'm not going to wake up happy tomorrow. Like, <laughs> Which sucks. <laughs> but, yeah, so I it's looking like... So Jalen's, Jalen is still a concussion protocol mm-hmm. as of, like, today so i'm assuming we don't have him for this week uh, so i see like i said assuming like yeah assuming that's the case i'm picking tennessee i know it's like you'd like to think this should be an easy game for tennessee with barkley quarterback but who the fuck knows man <laughs> yeah it's the thing which tennessee are we gonna get yeah because like buffalo's defense is really good still and like it's just a matter of how, like, it's a matter of does Matt Barkley give Tennessee short fields or not? That's like that is going to be what you know 
happens. And I think I think I think the answer is enough that <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we'll give enough short field that Tennessee can hopefully take advantage of it. Or hopefully is in just like hopefully they're competent enough too. That's that's what I mean. Yeah. I just ugh. So not I just, we'll not watch this game. Yeah. I for what for what it's worth, Henry, like Derrick Henry, I, he makes sense just because of the hopefully, like I, I said, ideally, probably, possibly they'll be playing with the lead, or at least that'll be a close game. I don't see the um, Barkley led Bills really, you know, putting the foot their foot on the gas too much. Yeah, I don't. I, fantasy wise, it's kind of rough. Yeah, it's 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 an avoid as far as I'm concerned. Really, like if yeah, you want to play Derrick Henry, it's, you can. Um, I don't want to. Nah, yeah, not <laughs> ideal. Um, for for what it's worth, I don't hate uh, Cole Beasley as like a PPR stream if you need him. Just because at who I think I'm pretty sure I can look it up. But I'm pretty sure Barkley threw it to him a lot once he got in. That's what that guy saw at the end of the game, like just Beasley getting peppered, which makes <laughs> sense based on. Uh, Matt Barkley's skill set, or lack thereof, or lack thereof. Yeah, certainly. And any any Dawson Knox love? I put him on here just so you could you know bring it up. I don't know. Uh, well, is... I love Dawson Knox. Don't know about this week. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like that. Like Barkley could totally go to the tight end a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think most people probably have the option to take Eifert instead of Knox, and that's where I would go here. Agreed. I would do the same. Uh, Knox, just be on the lookout. Mm-hmm. Keep him in your sights. Yeah, but this is a pretty gross game. It's a pretty gross game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't feel super confident about any particular matchup here. No. I don't know. Like In terms of Corey Davis versus A.J. Brown. Um, I think that Tredavious White would probably be on Corey Davis. I so, would think so, right? I would imagine so. I would be surprised if it was A.J. Brown on that one. So I would say if you had to pick a receiver, A.J. Brown, but I'm not, once again, not enthused about it. Yeah. This, this does not spark joy. No, and then Chicago at <laughs> Oakland in London does not spark joy either. <laughs> you like how I wrote that? Chicago at Oakland at London. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Oakland's kind of getting screwed London, out of the home baby. game here. Uh... But you got a... Yeah, so I'm taking the upset here. Um, I'm taking Oakland because it's a London game, and those are historically fucky, so... Historically fucky. Yeah, I forgot to look up how I'm like... Because I know we've seen, like, random tight end blow-up games in London, or maybe just be the one that, like, we, like, have in our heads, but... Hmm. Either way... I remember, was last year the one where the Ravens, like, dismantled some team... I'm not sure. I'm gonna Either, look. I'm gonna like look into this a little bit. Like the Titans or the Dolphins or something. It's just forty to like nothing. Yeah, they're always wild because there was like the Bortles throwing three touchdowns to Mercedes Lewis game. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so. Yep. Yeah, we we had some London games last year, so there were actually four London games. Um, it appears. Yeah, so Wikipedia tells me that there were London games, but it won't tell me the outcome. So it's you know, it's a wow. step, but we're getting there. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't want London Dunlap. That's a player, apparently. Hmm. So anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll we'll dig into this more as we go on. So Chicago at London. I'm mostly off. So Chicago at Oakland at London. I'm mostly off this game. Uh, I think Tariq Cohen's viable because Chase Daniel, 
like just used him a ton last year when he was at quarterback when there was no uh, Trubitsky. Trubitsky? Trubitsky. Mm, that's right. Okay. Let's make a trip. Yeah, I've got Chicago here, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess. guess. I, I mean, guess. Uh, yeah. truthfully, I mean, I don't think the offense got much worse <laughs> with Chase Daniel. <laughs> so, uh, I don't think see that as a giant downgrade, especially since their defense is sort of their strength. Not sort of like it is their strength for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, this. I mean, it's London, so anything could fucking happen. Yeah, the uh, the dismantling you were thinking of was Jaguars over Ravens in uh, 2017, 44 to seven. Wow. That was the Mercedes-Lewis game, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Something about the Ravens, man. I said if they're going to relocate a team over like, over to London, it would be the Jags, right? I mean, they're <laughs> Yeah, they're basically team. home favorites. <laughs> Do they, yeah, they they play they play there in November against the Texans. There we go. It's going to be weird without Bortles. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be disappointed. All their boats are going to show up. <laughs> How many Bortles jerseys are going to be at that game? <laughs> like legit, there's going to be enough, and it's funny. I want him to come back, dude. Replace Goff. Goff sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm really curious how Bortles would be in that system, but I have to say, I think he would do fine. But you know, I want to see it at some point. Just, at, just in general, just yeah. Goff, can you just like get mono or something? Yeah, like have, go have a kid. <laughs> Take a week off. Yeah, go have a kid and then give give Bortles a try. So, I do. I am okay with Jacobs in this game. Um, like he's not, like if you're drafting, you probably draft him kind of high. You may not have other options. You're like you may be like, oh, I can play Jacobs or LaShawn McCoy. That would be kind of like you know a toss up that makes sense. I, I since I think that Oakland's gonna win, I like Jacobs for that reason. Right. So. That's a that's a generally good rule if you think that like you can bet on the team that's going to win's running back depending on like the team but a lot of times that's pretty safe if you think they are going to win they'll be in the lead yeah like so, soundly mm-hmm. and like I said it's a part of it is because like these games get really wild I'm not sure how the time zones are on it. what I mean you know what what time zones London and are they like super ahead. I should know this because I live there, but... So they're five hours ahead of Eastern, so they're going to be eight hours ahead of uh, Oakland time. Wow. Six ahead of Chicago time. So it's, 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 you know, it's annoying either way. Oh, yeah. But... I mean, that... Oakland, uh, that's like a whole... That's half a, you know... It's, it's eight hours, man. Yeah, it's like, that's a lot of time. <laughs> and then... um. I'm okay with either defense here, honestly. Like as weird as that sounds. No, because, I I think you could do either here. Yeah, one's the Chicago defense, and one gets Chase Daniels. So like that's yep. the gist of it there. That's kind of like same with last game. Like one like one gets you know Matt Barkley, but the other does get Mariota. So it's like uh. <laughs> right. But this this game in general, like I would like to stay away from it as well, along with the Buffalo Tennessee game. Yeah. Now, Tampa, New Orleans. I like this game. 
Yeah, this is the first one where we're like, ooh, I might watch this. Actually, you know what? I might watch Arizona Cincy to see the to see like the just desolation of it's the gonna game. be like when it's gonna be like two really scrawny kids fighting each other and then like finally start landing punches and doing damage like Right. And you're like, oh shit. Ass beat, but like <laughs> you've got the two scrawniest kids beating each other up. Yeah, like the Buffalo Tennessee game, they're like two really fat kids fighting each other. So like they don't have a lot of momentum or movement, so it's just kinda like you know, fat on fat struggling. Mm-hmm. A lot, lot of super... breathers. Yeah. A lot of <laughs> a lot of timeouts for some air. Yeah. They have to establish lunch, you know. <laughs> it's just not not ideal. Mm-hmm. At least Arizona Cincy, like they're on the same level of mm-hmm. just mediocrity. Yeah, one Buffalo, Tennessee, would be like one of the like one of the kids like got kind of sick the day before. <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> missing their quarterback, and then Tennessee's like the fat kid who's got like a little a little bit of that like power chub, you know. Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's crying a little he's, bit. He's too. more stocky, you know. <laughs> fat kid, angry cool. punch cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Tampa at New Orleans. Um, I would go yeah, at anyway. New Orleans here. Uh, I also have New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I can't pick against New Orleans right now. They consistently look like the better football team against every team they play, which included the Seahawks, who just beat the Rams and look pretty damn good, and mm-hmm. the Cowboys, who are a very complete football team. Yeah, and New Orleans, like, kind of also. So I do like Godwin this week. And you probably know why by now. It's because he's going to see a lot of PJ Williams. He's going to see a lot of PJ. Yes. Um. So the Marshawn Evans one, I can look. I'll, I'll pull up Mike Evans right now and see how he does against Marshawn Lattimore. But that's always a fun. That's always just a good one. That's like a legit good rivalry that they have. But for the most part, um, they kind of have Tampa's number. From what yeah, I and they have for a little while, and it's at home. Yeah. Like, if there's any week that's going to be like bad Jameis, it would be uh, I think it'd be this week. I think it's very possible we see famous Jameis this week. Now, he proved us wrong last week, so you know, he can prove us wrong again but he's known to be inconsistent and a great four touchdown week for Jameis is often followed by a not so great four interception game for Jameis, yeah. <laughs> I, I, there was something I don't know what it was, but like he like both he had both like like top five like it was basically like one category was like really good like high expected point plays and one category was like turnover worthy throws and he was like in the top five in the both of them <laughs> <laughs> and like that's yeah, Jameis. So that is in, Jameis. in 2017, Lattimore bested Evans, but in 2018, Evans bested Lattimore from what I can see on the game log mm-hmm. at least. So it's gonna be a good matchup. Did he have Fitzpatrick? Um, oh gosh, I have to see if it was, if it was Jameis. So the first week, yeah, last last year they played Week One. That was Fitzmagic. And then they played. I can, I can check it. It was later in the year when he. Um, yeah, so Week Thirteen that would have been Jameis time. That one. That one. He still had a decent game, not as good. So interesting. I don't know how I feel like in general about this game. What's the total on right now? 46. That's about right. Yeah, it's one of those you might expect to be high scoring, but I don't think it yeah. will be. There's enough talent. Like, there's a lot of talent on each side, like, you know, offense and defense. So it's. Yeah. It makes sense. It's going to be close. Each team's got to get theirs. 
as far as there, like, I mean, I'm not on Latavius. That's like a, he's kind of dead right now with Teddy. Yeah, and with the Tampa Bay's defense doing pretty well against the run, I think. Yeah, they're they're a pass funnel right now. Yep. So uh, hopefully it's a Teddy week. He could be an interesting stream. He held his own against the Seahawks. He didn't have a great fantasy week, but he did fine. Yeah, like I mean, if I can see the Bucks pushing them enough that Teddy actually does have to throw some. But mm-hmm. so yeah, I could see. I definitely, obviously, fire up your Michael Thomas and Kamara. But um, how do you feel about Cook? <sighs> Cook has been like dead with Teddy. I'm not. I'm not on Cook because he thrives off of like some like bigger plays. So I'm not really on Cook at all personally, just because I'm like it, trying to think of the other another New Orleans guy. I mean, I'd, I think it's literally just Michael Thomas, Howard Camara, while there's Teddy there. Like it might just be that simple. Mm. Like if maybe it could be a Cook game. I don't. I'm not really banking on it though. I'm not like feeling Cook. He's just the only next. Like he's like the next name up. Yeah, Tampa has struggled against tight ends, but like we got to look at who they played just because. Yeah, I'm like gonna said, look at that. Tight ends of you know, tight ends kind of based on the tight end, not the defense as much, except for extremes. As far as the Tampa side, how do you? I'm I'm torn on how I feel about like maybe use a Rojo because it's been Rojo the last two weeks, so he it would be him over Peyton Barber for me. I'm, um, well, first off, uh, Everett and Higby last week combined for nine receptions for 85 yards and a score, so that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as Barber versus Rojo, I mean, I would be like gambling on Rojo. Yeah, but how do you feel about how do you feel about playing him this week? This mm. week, yeah, I'm not really the mm. New Orleans. Uh, is, New Orleans is sort of similar in that they're also so they're far this year. Had, the run. Yeah, they've been a pass fault all this year, more or less. Yeah, so I'm kind of off. Tampa Bay running backs is what I'll put. Now, has here. Jones learned to catch yet? Is he uh, still? I don't. Eh, I don't think yeah. so. I'm pretty sure he's not been running like any routes. Yep. So yeah, probably an avoid. Stick to the receivers in this game. Yeah, he has three targets on the year, so not ideal. <clears throat> I'm also not starting Jameis this week, but that's. Like I'm not streaming him or starting him, even after last week. <laughs> if if he has a touch, like an interception, Jameis week, like it's gonna do nothing. Yeah, I'll let me pull up because like I I'm pretty sure I remember seeing a stat like that he gets kind of owned by New Orleans. But I'll I'll pull it up as we kind of go through this. Um, our next game we've got Minnesota at the Giants. It appears we've both got Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. And then what do you what do you make of the squeaky wheel narrative? The squeaky wheel narrative? Yeah, for for Thielen and or Diggs. As in maybe this week they'll have a strong bounce back after complaining a little bit last week. Yeah, I, I, how do you feel? About that? I think that's uh, pretty 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 possible. Pretty high potential there, if you get what I mean. Uh <laughs> I mean, the Giants secondary is not good, and they made they made like the Redskins made them look like superstars last week for some reason. But like Janoris Jenkins has been bad this year; their whole <laughs> secondary's been bad. So, I personally really like this as sort of a Kirk Cousins bounce back week with Thielen and Diggs both doing pretty well. 
because uh, it's like you know the Vikings to beat up on a team like the Giants to make people think they might not be terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if if there like were a matchup for them to get on track, like this would be it. But at this, yeah, it's, but it's, now it's all if they lose, then you got some real big problems. Yeah, it's all a matter <laughs> of like how does Danny Dimes do? He should struggle a little bit. Yeah, he like, should. If he's able to like push Minnesota like some, which I don't know how that'll happen, then like we're good. But I mean, okay, if like, if they're able to just you know squelch squelch the Dan train and then like I don't, I don't know why I said that way, but if they're if they're able to hold him in check and get short fields and like because ideal game plan still is run it with Cook. But, like, how much do they worry about trying to keep the receivers happy versus, like, just running their game plan? I mean, you have to to some degree, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, if you want to play Minnesota <laughs> receiver like this, it would be the week. <clears throat> like, because at least with Diggs, it's been, like, a struggle, like, to actually whether or not to start him most weeks. Because I, yeah. in the one thing I had him, I hadn't really been playing him as much just because of the hammy and then the, the, no, the quarterback the... and the game plans. The Giants' run D is also not great, so... The Giants' D is just terrible. <laughs> All around. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I think you will see a good amount of Cook. Cook. I mean, like, they're, they're all playable in a sense. Like, Minnesota could very easily just score a lot of points this week. I don't know if they will, yeah. but they have the... Like, it's definitely within possibility. Are, would you would you bank more on <laughs> Cook having a really good game or like one yeah. of the receivers having a good game? Cook, Cook, yep. And I think it's pos- It's like likely that one of the two has a good day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, usually one of the two does have a good day, but and it's, I mean, matchup to me, it seems like it would probably be Diggs. I mean, but all the corners are awful. Is the thing, right? Yeah, it's it's just like, okay, we have to like think about Zimmer too. (coughs) Like, (coughs) don't die. Not again. (laughs) So like Zimmer, is he going to like be a coach who like tries to appease like the egos or is he like going to be a my way or the highway guy? Or like, is he going to be like an ego guy? So we're like, this is our game plan. Like, this is how we're going to win. Like, if you don't like it, like suck it up. Um... So, I, mean, I don't I know think we... it's quite like that. I think it's more like, you know, we've got a game plan for this week kind of thing. And, like, don't worry, everybody's going to have a role in it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I, I do think Cook is the number one, uh, like, option mm-hmm. on Sunday. And then I guess for me, ranking it would be Cook, Diggs, Thielen. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to decide where I think, like, Thielen. I, think, I mean, I think Thielen and Diggs will both be, like, in the like twelve to twenty four range this week of like wide receiver finish. I mean, that's, they like they can both easily do that based on the matchup. Yeah. So probably more time they need to spend on this game. It's just you know one of those things where the like the narrative is popular. So how it gets, we got to figure out if it means anything. Yeah, it's tough when you're playing a team where all of their aspects of defense are bad and they like don't force <laughs> you to go one way or another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so then, thank you, Tampa and New Orleans, for being visible. Thank you for making it obvious. <laughs> and then um, on the Giants side, if if I'm going to pick someone, it's going to be Evan Ingram. Um, yeah, I, oh, yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do get Golden Tate back this week. Yeah. have absolutely no earthly idea 
what role he will have, if any. Honestly, okay, so I'm going to put him as a stream this week because you, you have obviously haven't played him yet. I mean, someone probably hasn't, but you're not really sure. And, and for the same sort of reasons, Ingram seems viable. Like, if Minnesota is able to give give Danny some problems, Tate runs a lot of... like he, I assume they'll have him in the slot running, like, shorter routes. Oh, yeah. And so. Tate just wrecks the Minnesota. He yeah, did it for years with the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he'll he'll get open enough to really, like, give give uh, excuse me, Mr. Jones somewhere to get the ball. Uh, it's kind of those things, like, you look at tight ends and slot receivers and you think the quarterback's going to be under pressure. Like, if yeah. you think they'll be able to make anything of it, like, it may just be a shit show, but... It might be. In, in the same vein, I do. I mean, someone probably has the Minnesota defense, but... Well, if Minnesota loses, I'm... <laughs> They lost the game to Buffalo last year. They did. It is in New York. This is like and they have no Barkley. This is road. like this is like trap game territory, like if there is Oh, mega there. trap game. <laughs> but see, it's not even like a trap game because part of me is expecting it. <laughs> I mean the thing is the Bill Bills had a good defense last year. The Giants don't have a good defense. I don't see them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I think if they do funnel through Cook, like they'll keep like they will win mm-hmm. so i think that's like the most likely game plan but yeah, who knows fun. who knows man kirk cousins is awful <laughs> barely hit the gender reveal so uh <laughs> moving on we've got jets at philly we both got philly here yeah do we even have to say why <laughs> yeah there's no darnold that's that's our sure one of the few news updates we've gotten is there's no darnold and if we also got are, uh, in a, any kind of survivor like game competition you should definitely pick the eagles this week yeah i don't think there's anything closer to a sure thing than the eagles winning this game that and then that or new england beating washington but you probably already picked new england at some point if you're in survivor so yeah and then we also did get confirmation for sure that saquon's out on sunday but that was kind of a, a given i think but yeah philly who who are you on from this game um let's see not jordan howard see i like jordan howard the jets are set up as a power run defense like primarily so they like really are good against the front like attacking run at least that's what they're supposed to be um their secondary is definitely a weak point, but they've been Brian Poole's been playing pretty well, so I do kind of like probably between the wide receivers, probably Aguilar, if I'm being honest. Gotcha. Um, let's yeah. see, because I'm more I'm more on Alshon still, and it's partially like volume based too, like because there's no DJX, so there's no DJX for sure. As far as the slot, I feel like the Jets are totally susceptible there. I think, yeah, I mean, they're still not, like, good anywhere in the secondary, per se. Right. Like, no, Brian Poole's been playing really well. He was from Atlanta, and I didn't Mm -hmm. know what to expect of him, but he's one of the top corners so far, like, by PFF, which is unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) The Jets secondary is mad. Tremaine Johnson, though, is just not playing well. He's not even playing. Yeah. <laughs> he was actually, exactly. yeah, he was benched. It's been pretty bad. He was fucking benched. So the the reason I'm on Jordan Howard is a lot because, like, game script and falling into touchdowns, that's more mm. why. Because, like, okay, I, same kind of thing where I brought up Jacobs as a, like, as a usable option was, I, th- I think Philly's going to handily win this. 
So for that reason, I'm on um, I'm on Joho just because the, he'll be the guy. So truthfully, I think a lot of people are uh, missing the game and how it's going to turn out. I don't think this is going to be like 30 to nothing. I think it's much more likely it's probably like 20 to 6 or like 20 to 10 or something. I don't think the Eagles offense is going to be that great um, against them. I do think the Jets defense will give them some trouble because they've been pretty solid this year. Is uh, is Mosley back? He might be. Because that, that's a big part of it too. Yeah, he's excellent. Um so I'm I'm off of a lot of Philly. I think Carson Wentz is going to struggle, quite frankly. Um, like I don't think he'll be bad, but I don't think he's going to have a Carson Wentz week that you know he can have. I think it'll be a little lower for him. <coughs> so yeah, I'm on the other side. I'm I'm sort of with the I don't know if it's the majority, but I'm more of the thought that the Eagles run away with run away with it more or less. Right. I mean, the Jets can still put up some, you know, the, the 10 points. I don't see that being, you know, I mean, it's only 10 points. It's not hard to get to, but it yeah, is. No, I don't, yeah, I don't think the, yeah, I don't think the Eagles run away with it. It is Luke Falk. It is. <laughs> it exactly. Is, yeah. That's why they're not going to score points and they have no shot of winning the game, but their defense is going to play tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when, in this kind of scenario, the same kind of thing I brought up with uh, Barkley was like short fields. I mean, how, how often do they, you know screw over Luke Falk enough that they get like, you know, only a 60 yard drive or something like that, where it's easy to, you know, even if the defense is playing, okay, you can still capitalize on it. Hmm. That's how that's I like whenever there's a backup quarterback or like someone we haven't seen do anything. I always have to like, I always consider that aspect at least. I'm trying to just see the jets final depth chart <laughs> and see who's playing more like a death chart. Seriously. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, Brian Poole's or slot guy, right? Or, I think he is. Is he? That's what I'm seeing here. Yeah, he's played 90% in the slot this year. Interesting. And I think Hairston was the guy who replaced Tremaine Johnson, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, Nate Hairston took the place of Tremaine Johnson. And he hasn't been any good either. And then, yeah, Daryl Rogers is the other guy. But it's not been, like, pretty outside of, I guess I can see how Poole's been doing. Yeah, yeah he's, he's been fine, but yeah, he's he's in the slot mostly. Okay, or so they've had him. See, I did not realize that. Yeah, I don't know where he, he played was... with for like where he was lined up in Atlanta. Most I can pull that up too, but yeah, yeah. I thought he. W- I didn't think he was in the slot in Atlanta. I'm not sure, but yeah. So like, we're, since he's in the slot and probably not on Jordan Howard or not not on uh, Alshon Jeffrey, that's where that's where I am with that one. Yeah, so yeah, I'll switch to that too. I'll agree with that. Where was Brian Bull last year? Was he in Atlanta? Yeah, he was with Atlanta. I know he had some injury history, but I always thought he was like decent. But I thought he was the number two. It's so hard to find stuff on here. Yeah, he uh, he was in Atlanta last year. They moved him around, so I guess. Mm-hmm. It's way too hard to find stuff sometimes. Like, just tell me, just tell me, internet. <laughs> but anyway, so <laughs> moving on from this game. But yeah, um, I mean, the Eagles secondary. I, mean, I wish Darnold was playing, man. The Eagles yeah, secondary is really beat up, yeah, too. Yeah, I really wish Darnold were here for this, because it would be a lot closer. Because <sighs> Darnold is significantly better than Luke Falk. Like, Robbie Anderson would be able to... Like I, I know, Robbie, Robbie would have a good week, I think. I would, I would love Robbie if um, we had um, Sam. But 
since this is Luke Falk, I don't know if there's anyone on the Jets I'm really like, eager to play. No, man, I can't, I can't take anyone with Luke Falk back there. He's so bad. Yeah, and, and the same vein, it makes the Philly defense viable, right? <laughs> For sure. Oh, yeah, I mean, definitely start your Philly defense. Mm-hmm. But um, We're going to move on to uh, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Um, we both got Baltimore here. Yeah, it's it's a close one. I mean, the Steelers finally looked decent against the Bengals. Yeah, that's. I was going to finish the sentence. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. So, I'm. I, I don't know how many times I'm going to say Hollywood here, but Hollywood Brown makes he makes a lot of sense this week in particular. Um, just I, I'm going to keep bringing it up. The Steelers are pretty prone to giving us the big plays and they've been pretty rough against the pass this year so far too they've been kind of like bottom third in that regard wow so yes exactly been, but it's been pretty rough like it's wide receivers and everything so it is in pittsburgh i don't know if that makes a huge difference i mean it does i mean <laughs> any divisional game any divisional away game is is not easy to deal with true uh yeah I agree I like I in Hollywood and I see you wrote Juju I like to think Juju will bounce back yeah this is assuming he will play so like um we we do have that Connor is like James Connor is expected to play right now and then um from I think Juju's gonna play he's listed as questionable right now but Connor is not listed at all so okay well at least Connor's good to go yeah and then I can't remember who it was the Baltimore was missing a defensive tackle last week. Um, and we saw me. We saw Chubb just destroy them. So I need, I'm trying to find out who who that was that I was thinking. It was was it Brandon Williams? It might have been him. Mm. They're, they're, I they're, didn't know that. Yeah, Baltimore ended up like rolling out a key, <coughs> um, a key uh, like defensive lineman last week. So that like really hurt the run defense. Yeah, that would uh, help obviously. Connor a lot. <laughs> mm. But I'm not sure how they're they're going to be. But I, J, the Jalen Samuels involvement is what intrigues me. Like what the, if, how much they keep you know using him? So, um, yeah. So Brett, Brett was Brandon Williams. He partially participated Thursday. Not really on his Friday practice yet that I've seen. So um, I guess I can find it right here. So I mean, keep an eye on his status. Oh, he fully practiced Friday and he's, he's questionable. So he's he's important to the run defense there too. So that's keeping an eye on. But anyway, yeah. So Juju, we've seen we called it out last week with Jarvis. Um, Baltimore has struggled against slot receivers. And so that's where Juju, like that's where they mostly get Juju's work. And so assuming Mason Rudolph can get the ball to him uh, properly, then he should be in for a good time because he sees like a half his work in the slot pretty much. So I like it. I yeah. know I like a lot of people were asking me if I was going to sell Juju last week. And I'm like the week where he fucked me over in like both leagues. I was like, well, I'll think about it. And then, like, the next day or two, I was like, no, I'm going to hold on to him. Like, I think he's – I think he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. He's had a good attitude about it. He's not, you know, getting petty or pissy or anything. Yeah, I'm sure they'll find more ways to, like, work him in better. Yeah. you got to think they will. He's too good not to. Yeah, that's that's a big part. He's too good not to. Like, they're, they'll figure it out. And, like, this is a, like, matchup that it makes sense to do it. Yeah, Baltimore's – fucking pass defense has not been great yeah um in that vein how do you how do you feel about um Deontay Johnson he looks like the second guy doesn't he yeah he looks really good I know I think we probably brought him up some in the offseason as a guy who 
like was a candidate to be that number two because we didn't like Moncrief. We didn't know about James yeah, Washington, right? And Deontay Johnson's like their new rookie, so. Yeah, I guess in the off season, well, yeah, we were both like, well, this Moncrief thing's not going to work out, and everybody that says it is has clearly never watched him play. <laughs> but I, I was, I think we were a little bit more on like James Washington taking it, but it really looks right now like it's Deontay Johnson, yeah, not he's, Washington, especially with Rudolph. Like Rudolph has actually been really locked into Deontay Johnson, exactly. And he's there for the thousand. year, so. Mm-hmm. And um, anyone else, like any, you know, streams or matches you're really, like, looking at this game? Um, tight ends, I guess. I, I don't know about McDonald. I don't think he's playing. Yeah, I don't think I he is. So it's going to be Vanette, so I'm, I'm not going to touch that. Yeah. I mean, watch fucking Vanette just gets a one-yard score and vultures it from somebody else from having a viable day. But classic. ultimately, not really touching that. Yeah. As far as the Baltimore tight ends, I think as long as Andrews is healthy, yeah, Lamar, Lamar to Andrews is, is pretty good. It's just, it's a they have a really good connection. Like, I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> is he in danger? Okay, no, he's not. It says he doesn't have an injury designation. Yeah, so they, he, I think he was limited some throughout the week, but he's yeah, they, he's still questionable. But it says he has no injury designation, so I'm gonna say he'll be fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming he plays. So. And you can I I, I haven't believed I keep, I keep playing him so yeah I he's safe to uh, to play in general Lamar just he loves it man he's just he's open all the time yeah. sorry there's a in my I don't know if this includes hold on uh, so in my, one of my leagues at the Superflex League fourteen teams um there was a trade that was Case Keenum for Matt Burita and I'm trying to see like if there's anything more to it if there's like draft dollars involved or what just an outright yeah, I'm, so I'm looking right now. There's more involved. I'm like, I'm just confused. I think that's a dreadful trade. <laughs> so I'm silent right because I'm just like confused. Because uh, Colt McCoy's starting this week, so that they came out and said that Colt McCoy's starting. So I'm really confused as to. Yeah. Yeah, I guess this guy wanted. What the fuck if I know? So I don't maybe know. he thinks Keenum will get traded. <laughs> or maybe Colt McCoy is even worse, or dies, or something. I don't know. Yes. But, um, I mean, are we good to actually move on to that game after Baltimore Pittsburgh? Like, aside from Hollywood and Juju, like, there's no one I'm extremely high or low on. Yeah, no, let's do it. Yeah, New England and Washington. Yep. So, in we, Washington. Yep, in Washington. Um. So yeah, well, so we have we have Colt McCoy starting. Uh, why do the Patriots get the easy schedules, man? It's funny because they. Like Washington simultaneously has four and zero quarterbacks. There's <laughs> uh, Keenum, Colt, Haskins, Alex Smith, and they're zero and four. And it's not on purpose. It's not on purpose. So they're just wa- is there anyone from Washington you want to remotely touch? Like if McLaurin's healthy, are you maybe looking at him or just still no? For me, it's no. Vernon Davis. Uh, he's out. <laughs> we got not that a single recently. fucking person no, yeah. just he's out Jordan Reed's out I'm pretty sure oh Still yeah Jordan yeah. Reed's perpetually out yeah what happened yeah. to Davis I don't I can sh- I, I was like I saw it earlier briefly while I was like doing other stuff I think it's here duck broke he, he probably like pulled a hammy hurdling I don't know <laughs> 
But, but yeah, right now, like at the McLaurin's like fifty fifty to go. The last thing I saw, but this is about to be so awful. Because like, is, is Stefan Gilmore gonna be on Terry McLaurin? Like, is that Stefan? Who you want? Yeah. Oh, Vernon Davis is in uh, concussion protocol. Right. So all these concussed tight ends there. So like, there's no. I'm not touching Washington one bit. Um, New England defense literally makes sense. no aspect kicker defense nothing. Yeah, yeah. stay in away. <laughs> um, New England though, who do you like with New England? Uh, well, please, if you're in a league with defenses, please start New England's. <laughs> That's a gimme. Mm-hmm. Their defense is already great, and they have they're getting sort of a. I mean, you can almost consider last week a loss for the Patriots, even though they won. So they have to have like a bounce back week from last week because they didn't play that well. They couldn't. Bill's defense was great. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have a little bit of a bounce back. Their defense gets Washington with nobody. So yeah, that's I mean, just is 30 it, points. Is it Josh Gordon week? Because <laughs> Josh Norman is not like himself anymore. He's not that like scary matchup anymore. Yeah, it's true. He's been getting torched this year. It's a one twenty, basically it's a one twenty five passer rating towards him. Yeesh. So not not ideal. Wow. Uh, who else do the Patriots have? Um, I mean, they've got they've got um, the the real grinder and Edelman, of course, and they've got uh, Dorsett. Uh well, I'm sure Dorsett will fucking just find a way to be annoying. <laughs> find a way to be annoying and take a touchdown in. Um, I mean, you pretty much have to start Edelman every week, so I'm not taking him out per se, but I don't have super high expectations for him. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's there. It's bad in Washington right now. Yeah, I, I think this could be like a fun week to for them to get Josh Gordon going. Yeah, still off the Michelle train. Until I see something. Yeah, it's fine. Um, Like, you'd think it might be a week they rely on Michelle and just kind of pound it down Washington's throat, but I don't know. They just haven't used him that much. Yeah, Burke has been limited. More for White. Yeah, I mean, I think I saw that, like, Michelle, Michelle hasn't broken a tackle this year. Correct. It's wild. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't. Because, like, the, obviously they're going to be able to run the ball. They're going to run the ball enough. It's just a matter of, like, which running back it is. <laughs> Fucking Brandon Bolden. I guess keep a, keep an eye on Rex Burkhead's status and if he's playing or not. I mean, I, I guess I'm just going to say James White. <laughs> to yeah. Be so, anyway, I think that's enough time on this game. <clears throat> Washington's bad. It was good. That's a gist. Um, next up, we've got Jacksonville at Carolina. It's a tough one. Yeah. So right now some some other tidbit. I I don't think Jalen Ramsey's gonna play. Really? Yeah, there's like I think he's seen like a specialist about his back or whatever he's saying the issue is. Like whether he's just pissed off at the team or hurt or what. Right. But, yeah, I'm trying to find the exact little tidbit I found. So oh, oh he oh he has been rolled out Sunday, okay. Yeah, so he is not playing. So I was kind of, you know, iffy on it, so I I don't know how they're going to allot everything, but it makes me more intrigued to look back into the uh, Curtis Samuel 
route. Curtis. Because we, cause we've clearly seen that, um, what was I saying? My words are hard. That we, like, we've seen that uh, Kyle Allen like likes uh, Curtis Samuel a lot. Yeah, he's gotten like at least seven targets. Yeah, so like I'm guessing Bouye will be on DJ Moore. If I had, to, if I had to guess. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I'm looking around, yeah. <laughs> Because they, they pretty much have Rams in the number one, Booyah on the number two, and that's how they end up running it, like, more or less. But, so, like, if Curtis Samuel's got in, like, the, whatever the easier coverage is, then, and they have the chemistry, and, the, like, he's been looking his way. Like, I, I think I'm back on Curtis Samuel. Okay. I know you said you liked Fournette earlier, right? Yeah, I like of... I like both running backs a lot. Um, okay. Like, I don't know if there's any two running backs that are getting, like, more, I think. I actually, I think like McCaffrey and Fournette are the running backs getting the highest snap share, like of any team in the league. Like, like McCaffrey's, McCaffrey's not coming off the field, yeah. and Fournette's only coming off the field like occasionally. Like, of course, when like Rykel Armstead gets a touchdown, but like, yeah, they're they're both getting the ball just a shitload. Like, they're they're both getting a lot of targets. They're both getting a bunch of carries. So, like, most most of the time, I don't like both running backs in a game. Because it usually doesn't line up that way for it, but yeah. there's only situations where it makes sense, especially where I mean, even if Jacksonville's missing Ramsey, they're still have a you know good enough pass defense. The same with um, Carolina, their pass defense is really good. Yeah, and I do think it is a lower scoring game too, which sort of lends to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a running back feature game, and that's about where I, after Curtis Samuel, the running backs are pretty much it for me here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no uh, Jacksonville receivers I'm super high on. No, yeah, I'm not I'm not biting that one this week. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at the Leonard Fournette, like how many uh targets he's gotten. Because it's been it's been a lot. Like it's been way more than anyone expects just because he hasn't really like been that guy. He has right. let's see, twenty three targets on the year. Wow. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's a lot, man. He was not that kind of player past couple of years. Yeah, and he's already he's already got seventy two rushes in in the four games too. It's so like he's getting the ball a lot. Usage. And we know McCaffrey's usage. So, is that, is, uh, I mean, we both got Carolina here as well to win. By the way, um, anything else from this game you're really on, or is that about it? Nah, yeah, running back game, low scoring, mm-hmm. good defense. Mm-hmm. You can make you can yeah. you can make a case for either defense here to play as well. I think for sure. And then. Next up, this game is going to be fun. Atlanta Houston, this is probably one of the better early games, I'm going to say. Yeah. It's this a tough is, one, man. <laughs> yeah, this is the only 1 p.m. game that's finally made it up to a total of 50. Yeesh. Yeah, I expect them to hit it, too. Mm-hmm. We both do have Houston, now. So, it's probably high scoring, so fantasy-wise, you're probably good starting a lot of people. Got your Watson and Ryan, Hopkins and Julio... Um, obviously all those guys, I'm like waiting to see if maybe we get a Duke week. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm hoping, man. Yeah. So when we recorded yesterday, the, that seemed like we wouldn't have Kenny Stills, but that's kind of been like creeping the other way. Like he has, apparently he has like a legit chance to go now. So yeah. that would, if he's in that kind of nullifies my Kiki love and for me, it wouldn't kind of nullify my Duke love too, but I don't know about you. Not a whole lot. Yeah, a little not, bit. Not completely, but it makes me like a little less excited. And it's also a hamstring, and like 
he's coming back after a week. His chance of re-injury is kind of high, man. <laughs> yeah, if it, if it does play, like, how how limited is he to, yeah? And does he finish the game? That's a good point. Does, right. So, hmm, I don't love it. Uh, I mean, Will Fuller, you think he could have one of his Will Fuller weeks? I'm torn. Like, like it's like, it's like every week it's like, oh, like, this could be Will, because he's getting a lot of looks, a lot of air yards, and it's like, it's always like, oh, this could be the Will Fuller week, but I don't know when it's going to happen. And at home. Yeah, they they've had a lot of injuries, man. It's been real rough. So I don't, I'm not really sure how like I feel on you know four specifically, but it's a good game environment. So like I'm okay. I'm obviously I think I'll be fine. And, yeah, like, I'll do it. If there I'll is a pass defense that could allow it, it could be this time. Or oh, are you are you gonna go on the Wolf Fuller blow? Get on the Wolf Fuller. Yeah, I'm full of it. Yeah. So I did have Julio like the Julio thing in here, but. If they're missing, cause like a lot of the linemen are questionable right now. Last I saw, I'm not sure um, if anything's been updated. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. But if like if Atlanta's like only missing like two of their starters, okay. But if they're missing like all other guys and they're missing, if if they're missing their center too, that's gonna hurt a lot in my opinion. Like if, yeah, Alex, if Alex sure. Max out, then that's I think that's who the center is. But um, if he's out, then that's a big hit. So if Atlanta has enough line injuries, I might move off of the Julio Love some. But as of now, I'm I like him. Julio. I mean, he's he's going to get receptions and yardage regardless, I yeah. feel like. But he'd been seeing some touchdowns, and if they don't have a line, those could regress. Mm-hmm. Who has who replaced Aaron Colvin as the uh, Texas slot corner anyway? Ooh, I have no idea. Because, yeah, they, were, they released Colvin, so I mean, I imagine they're not good in the slot right now. But anyway, this, this makes a lot of sense to be like a big Julio week just because Whenever the Falcons really, really get pushed, like, we see Julio have good games. Like, I, I, it might just be kind of random, but there was a stat about, like, whenever the Falcons allow, like, however many points, like, Julio, like, has a way better chance of blowing up kind of thing. Which makes sense. Like, if your offense gets pushed, your best player is going to do more. Like, that's kind of a natural thing. So, so I, I like I like Julio a lot this week, to put it saying simply. as far as slot people... It's either to replace, uh, what's his face, Colvin. It's either Lonnie Johnson, second round rookie, or veteran Philip Gaines, who is with the Chiefs. Intriguing. I don't think Philip Gaines is hurt. See, uh, Lonnie Chiefs Johnson. Defense. He was on the right, so that, I guess it would be Philip Gaines. Yeah, it looks like it. Maybe fucking a. This is. <laughs> See, the fact that we have no clue is is, is a part of why we should be attacking it too like if we don't know who it is it's kind of a yeah i mean right sad. now it looks like it is philip Gaines. Ugh. yeah ewey <laughs> not what i want to see so all right they're, they're okay the gist of it is that the houston secondary is not good <laughs> but um yeah this is going to be a high a higher the higher scoring game so i you know anyone you want in this is probably okay yeah take a gamble mm-hmm. and then on to the four o'clock games there's only two hmm yeah two four o'clock games pretty neat um is this got... just because dallas they like jerry just wants the four o'clock slot i'm fucking out it's so dumb though game. yeah because no one's gonna watch denver at the chargers no that's awful yeah but yeah but we have denver at the chargers um 
surprised we took the Chargers. Yeah, both have the Chargers. So I now you know week five, fucking hell, be trap game, but you gotta like go in with the expectation that the Chargers are the better team. Yeah, yeah, and in that vein, I think like both Eckler and Melvo could have pretty good weeks. Yeah, um, I think I saw um, Anthony Lynn pretty much say that like I think something just came out of blurb about how they said. Eckler will play a lot, and they'll probably limit Melvin Gordon's workload some in his first game back, mm-hmm. which makes sense. So, yeah, I mean Eckler's been great. Yeah, he's still definitely really playable against Denver, who uh, I don't see really putting much pressure on uh, the Chargers. Yeah, I mean offensively, what are they gonna do? <laughs> mm-hmm. And they and so Denver's been getting gashed by the run anyway, which we've and Denver's O line is not great. So, uh, Chargers pass rush. Yeah, what's the spread on this game anyway? Bad. Six and a half. Yeah. I mean, it's a divisional game. Yeah, that's the thing. It's always hard to predict, like, a huge blowout in division. It can always go either way when it's a divisional game. (laughs) But, and of course, Keenan Allen's always in play. And he's kind of one of their only healthy pass catchers anyway. Yeah, at the moment, they're all beaten up. Yeah, I haven't seen any updates on the uh, the Mike Will made it or uh, anyone else. So, but, yeah, keep an eye on that. So, because like, because they're gonna probably play in the lead, I imagine. So, and yeah. I do like the Chargers defense as well. Williams is still questionable. Gosh, yeah, yeah. If you give me a defense against Flacco, I'm gonna say, all right, it's an option. That's an option. Yep. <laughs> and then um, the much better game here, Dallas at Green Bay. So. Bad Dallas. Oh, sorry, my bad. I sorry, I read our picks Jura. and I did it the other way around. Yeah, Green Bay, Dallas, Jura. <laughs> world. So I've got Dallas here, but you've got Green Bay. I do. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm sticking with it. I don't know. I'm definitely vacillated on it like the past couple nights. Not sure. It's a really tough matchup. Historically speaking, like the past few years, Green Bay's beaten Dallas most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um. We we do have some updates. So Jamal Jamal Williams is out. Devontae Adams is out. Exactly. Um, it looks like Gallup is on track to play from everything we've seen. So. Um, there's still a chance he doesn't, but um, he practiced limited today. It looks like. So that's you know part of it as well. Yeah, and I know the, the no Devontae really really hurts. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Dallas has missed Tyron Smith, and potentially. Lyle Collins too, right? Is that his name? Yeah, it looks like it looks like Collins is a lot more likely to play than Tyron okay. Smith, but still okay. missing missing one like one of the best line in the league hurts. Yeah, for sure. Left tackle, and then you know, of course, Green Bay's pass rush is a lot better this year. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of little variables here. No Devonte, no left tackle for Dallas. Gallup might be returning. Yeah, as of now, I still stand by Zeke Week. That's what I wrote here originally. Um, I'm still on that. If uh, I guess I'll tweet out if I move off of it. But as of now, I mean, it makes sense. Um, even if Gallup is back, I assume he probably wouldn't be a hundred percent. Because if he's on, if he's questionable as of Friday, then I don't know if he's going to be you know full go. I've heard Sunday. that uh, Jake Kumaro is going to be playing hmm. with uh, Devonte out. 
So that's interesting. That's like super deep sleeper territory. Super deep sleeper territory. But who else but Rogers? Exactly. This guy. (laughs) Seventy yard bomb. Who the fuck is Jake Kumaro? That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, man, I'm a guy. Chugs a a beer. (laughs) But yeah, so no Devontae Adams. How do you I mean are you on are you on Marcus Vada scaling just out of pure targets? I uh, big on Aaron Jones this week. I I agree there. The no Jamal Williams thing is huge for him. Yeah, lots of Aaron Jones. I mean, I think you kind of have to start Marquez. Yeah, he's the number one de facto for Aaron Rodgers. The hell else is there? Uh huh. Kumaro, that's it. There, I mean, there is a uh, fucking uh, Geronimo Allison, but I don't know how I feel about him per se. Ah, uh, yes, Geronimo. Geronimo. Is there anyone you're off in particular this game? Um, how do you how do you feel about um, Jair Alexander on Amari Cooper? I still think Cooper gets his. Yeah, excuse me. You're dying. I don't think he has an ama- like a world beating game. I still think he gets his. Ugh. Yeah, because yeah, Alexander's been pretty solid this year. Very good corner. Yeah, so the Green Bay defense has been been a nice, uh, I don't know if it's a surprise, but a nice like you know step up from last year for sure. Yeah, and you know, Amari Cooper's pretty good too, just as a whole. Oh yeah, for sure. Very good receiver. Yeah, the spread on this game right now, Dallas is a three and a half point favorite, so close game. But the no Devontae. Uh, over under. Do what? What's the over under? It is at uh, forty seven. Interesting. So yeah, no, no Devante is is a big kind of kicker for me and kind of confirming my Dallas choice here, personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I get I get it. It's like it's a really big loss for the team. They might not be able to do anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a good test to see whether Lafleur is a good coach or not. Yeah, I don't think Jason Garrett beats good coaches. Correct. <laughs> Although he does have, he does have like a, someone else calling the plays now. That's not him or Scott Linehan, which helps. That does help so much. But still, uh, still Jason what would you say you do here, Jason Garrett? Just claps incessantly. So, so what do you do? What do you mean? What I do? Like, what do you? What do you do? Well, well I'm the head coach. Yeah, what do you do? I, I coach. Coach. How? What do you mean? <laughs> it's like an interview. Like just talking in circles with him or something. So, what do you mean, coach? Like I tell people like what to do. Is that all you do? <laughs> So next up, we've got Indy at Kansas City for our uh, Sunday night game. We both got Kansas City here. Yeah. The the how close this game is really really depends on Ty for me. Agreed. He, if uh, Ty is in, I think the Colts only lose by a touchdown or two. And if Ty is out, I don't think the Colts do very well. Yeah. <laughs> um, we do have so. Like, we, we know for sure that Tyreek's out. I think we kind of already knew that. Um, Paris Campbell's out, actually, with an abdominal issue. Damn. Um, Hilton, uh, Marlon Mack, and Darius Leonard all practiced on uh, Friday. So okay. that those having those guys is all helpful, especially T.U.I. and Leonard. Like, those guys are really important for the team because they're really good. That's, that, oh, was, yeah. that, was, that was the gist of that. They are very good. Um, the total in this game is massive just because it's the Chiefs. Um, surprise. We're at a 56, and right now Kansas City's favored by 11. Damn. 
Yeah, I mean, if uh, we want to see what happens if Ty becomes active, if see if the line changes to like minus ten or nine or something. Mm -hmm. But, but where, for now, I think that's pretty safe. Yeah, where where are you at with like who you're playing in this game? Probably a combination of Colts tight ends and everyone on the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're playing your usual Chiefs. I mean, they have any like specific like do or don't like Sammy, you know, Nicole or Robinson. You know, on the Colts, is there anyone you're going to like if Hilton's out? I mean, where are you on the running backs there? Anything sticking out to you or nothing really changing much? Um, I think you can run on the Chiefs. So I think Marlon Mack will do fine. Mm -hmm. My uh, my only issue with Mack is if he gets, like, game scripted out. Yeah, I mean, if they're just getting bent over, they're going to be <laughs> passing a lot. Yeah, but I mean, is this, is this Naheem Hines' week? Yeah, is... I mean, possibly. If Very I type possible. in NYH into a player search, there's only one that comes up, and it's Naheem Hines, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's a very unique name, Naheem. Naheem. Uh-huh. Good thought. Naheem. See, let me look at how many uh, catches he's getting consistently. So he's getting, he got four, sorry, six, four, two, four targets the last, you know, the start of the year. So, hmm. I, I don't know where I fall on this, just because they're, they're going to need to keep up. So, but I, I, I could, I could see like, um, I mean, is, question, is Doyle out? See, I've, I've, like, I haven't seen if he's been, like, I assumed he was out, but. I do like Ebron this week. If he could catch the ball more, I'd like him more, but that's I mean that's that's what everyone says about him, right? He is a viable <laughs> passing option, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think Jack Doyle's I don't I've I've seen nothing saying that Jack Doyle's not in for what it's worth. Interesting. Even though it seems like he got him. like wrecked, but Yeah. But someone's gonna get a lot of targets this week. So like if there's no TY, I guess Chester Rogers, like like if TY's in, I like him a lot. That's a given. Yeah. So, so it looks like great matchup. Yeah, it looks like Damian Williams is probably in this week. As far as him and McCoy, um, I guess I'd pick Damian Williams. I mean, sorry, wait, wait, no, that's not what I meant. I think I picked McCoy. I was my brain went backwards because if they're going to be, um, like, I mean, I, I know like they're still going to pass regardless, but I think McCoy will will be the guy who like gets more actual rushes. Looking at the Colts injury chart, nothing. Yeah, nothing on Doyle. There's a lot of injuries on there on that chart. Yeah. Oof, no Darius Leonard. Is, is he out or is he still unsure? He's out. Oh, they ruled him out. Mm -hmm. uh, I hadn't seen that yet, darn. No Campbell, no Leonard, no Clayton Gaithers, no Tyquan Lewis. I yep, just saw yeah. As of 35 minutes ago, I saw these here guys roll out. Yeah. Damn. And Malik Hooker is still out, which also. Mm -hmm. is so no Darius Leonard hurts because I know we brought that up before I realized he was out. That's a bummer for them. I mean, I think Hooker and uh, Leonard are like two of their best defensive ball hawk kind of guys. Yeah. And they don't have either of them against the Chiefs. So in Kansas City yeah, on Sunday night, fire up your Chiefs. It should be rough. And okay, I the Kansas City defense makes some sense. Like if if Ty misses, the Kansas City defense is like a great play. I think. I would say probably, yeah. Just because if T if Ty misses, yeah. If Ty's in though, I'm probably not touching it. Yeah, I mean he'll get another score, so Yeah. It gives yeah, if I mean he's gonna be forcing it to someone who's not as open if Ty's out and they're gonna be behind. So that that's an opportunity to get some big plays. So 
Yeah, but I mean, you're playing all your Chiefs, of course. Duh. I don't know how I feel about Mac this week still. I'm, I'm torn on Mac. You can run on the Chiefs. So, like, it's just a matter of if, if, if they he can gets run. The volume. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest issue for me. It's not the matchup, it's just like the game script that the matchup will cause. Because we know their defense is rough, but. Anyway, moving on to Cleveland at San Fran. Um, I don't know who I have here. Who are you taking? No idea. Yeah, so. <laughs> I feel like I don't know anything about either of these teams. I don't know. I don't know. Because Cleveland, like, has been Jekyll and Hyde, and then San Fran is undefeated, but, you know, with asterisks there. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know how I feel about this game at all. I mean, if if anything, this would be, like... Okay, so coming off a bye is, like, at home, I think I'm going to go San Fran. It's definitely, like, the more logical choice. And Cleveland is a young team that makes a lot of mistakes, playing a decent defense. But, man, they just, like, torched the Ravens last week. Yeah, that's it's why it's tough. Is this, I mean, is this George Kittle week? Is this, like, do they get Dante Pettis involved? Like, I mean... I like Debo this week. Debo! Yeah, I don't know, like, how they're going to... I, I just don't know what's going to happen here. I've, I've not seen anything enough from both teams to make me feel super sure about anyone. I mean, you're going to play Kittle and Chubb, of course, and like Odell and your usual guys, but... I might take the Browns, man. Yeah, there's a good chance I change this, too. So, like, I'm looking at the Niners, and I'm like, okay, they beat the Bucks week one. Whatever. They beat the Bengals week two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you beat up on the Bengals, and they barely beat the Steelers, who also beat up on the Bengals. Yes. So, like, if they're marginally better than the Steelers... I don't know. I'm I'm doing it. I'm pulling a believe land. <laughs> Monday night. I do have to say, I think if Baker Mayfield was going to be either a star in primetime or a dud, I think he'd be more likely to be very good in primetime. Yeah, Baker I seems like someone up. would play up in primetime, yeah. Yeah. So, fuck it. Give me the uh, the Baker Mayfield Cleveland Steamer special, baby. <laughs> I had gotcha. to throw in the steamer there, sorry. I don't know why. Just, just Freudian slip, I don't know. <laughs> They're used to Cleveland being shit, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but at least we're not Detroit. <laughs> yeah, and, and here I just I'm thinking just kind of play your usuals. I'm not expecting anything more or less from anyone in particular. But I mean this will be a good game at least. Yeah. Um San Fran, I don't know how their defense really is, to be honest. Yeah, like, it's hard that's to the tell. thing that sucks about a week four bye week. It's an important week, man, mm-hmm. to learn about your team. So I mean, this will tell us a lot about each team. Obviously, <laughs> like we're going to see if San Fran is a joke or not. And or yeah, yeah. So, oh, and Jalen Hurd is on IR. Oh yeah. So it's that means Debo gets even more slot work. Yeah, we're kind of narrowing it down. We've got you know, Goodwin. Debo, Pettis, Kittle. Is it um? Is it Joe Daly hurt though? That's a good question. Because I thought I saw that. Yeah, yeah, he's he hurt his fibula. Right, that's big. Mm-hmm. He's big. Brown's pass rush. He is big. <laughs> he's big. <laughs> so, yeah, I, there's a good chance I end up changing this too. Like this game, and then I still haven't picked on Arizona, Cincinnati. So, those are the two I'm going to be like back and forth on up until game time. 
Yeah, I might switch my Bengals pick. Right now it is the Bengals, and I don't feel good about it. In fact, I think I'm doing it. Oh, man. I think I'm doing it right now. Picking Wonder Kid Cliff. I'm doing it. I can't. I, like, can't pick the Bengals right now. <laughs> I don't know what I watched last week, but it wasn't professional football. <laughs> this is an acting class? <laughs> when did Little League come on? These are really good stuff, man. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah, so I guess I'm taking Arizona and I'm taking Cleveland. All right. I'm unsure on the first game that I've got San Francisco for now. But as far as far as locks and upsets, so uh, I'm, I'm locking in New Orleans over Tampa. Uh, who who are you locking? Who are you upsetting? I do like that one a lot. That probably would have been mine. I'll take Minnesota locking against the Giants on the road, but... I think they bounce back this week. If they, they don't, are, oh. if they don't, then they're they've got some pretty big problems because they can win this game. I think pretty easily if they using can't, Dalvin Cook and their defense. If they can't win, they should get rid of their coaches. <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> and then uh, I guess my upset then is Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that counts. Um, yeah, man, we discussed that a lot. That's gonna be a good game regardless. So then I've got Oakland as my upset. Although if I do end up picking Arizona. I might put it as them. So yeah, we're in like the fuckery territory, man. Weeks like four through honestly, it's four and five, and sometimes six. But like usually by six, you have a clear picture. But four and five are just like mm-hmm. yeah, because because so. you think you start knowing stuff, but then nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, you thought you thought you knew. Uh-oh. You thought you weren't clueless, <laughs> <laughs> but you was. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, hopefully hopefully I do better than six and nine. Nice. Oh my picks this week. Nice. <laughs> yeah, last week was really rough. Yeah. Our overalls right now are thirty seven, twenty four and one and thirty four, twenty seven and one. So we are above five hundred. That's good. Uh we are Put it, we are on pace with your analysts that you see on the internet then. Uh-huh. <laughs> five hundred. <laughs> Wish we could do a little bit better, so hopefully this week, I don't know, see some turnaround. We did get the Seattle game right, so that's another win for us. Yeah. That was a, that, last night's game was really good. Those last two minutes were nuts. DK! Hey, dude, DK looked good. He's a large human. Oh, that interception. Oh, dude, yeah. By the Seahawks. Oh, nasty. Ruff's like, it hit the ground. I was like, no, it didn't. It didn't hit the ground. Wow. And he got the replay. Wow. <laughs> that was a kick. Yeah. I Barely honestly, too. watching the clip, that thing goes over the upright. So, like, the upright itself needed to extend about another, like, 20 yards. <laughs> and I, like, legitimately don't know if that would have been on the right or left side of that upright, or yeah, if it would have a, hit it dead on. It looked a little over, but man, oof. it was real close. Man, yeah, that was, that was a, it was, that was like a smidgen off. That was such a good game. And like, if they don't get the delayed game penalty, it's like, oh, that kicks a little closer too. Yep. And that's probably enough. Ugh, crazy. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited for a couple of games this weekend. Not like a great, slate but i think you know camp on orange will be good um, you know pittsburgh baltimore is always you know nfc north games are always okay atlanta houston's good green bay dallas and then 
the Monday night game. We got we got enough good games, more than last week, I'd say. Yeah, we got some good games on there. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think I'll even really watch the Jets game. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I don't always watch every. I didn't always watch every Raiders game because sometimes it was just too sad for me to handle. It's too sad. Yeah, it's just too, too sad, man. It, sometimes you just gotta cry and look away. <laughs> so, I can't hurt you. speaking of crying and looking away, this this is um this is about it for our episode today. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> this is the end. Yeah, hopefully, uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop off the call and cry that I miss you, but I uh, will obviously know. Well, how we'll be back next week with another with another podcast, another review. Man, this season's flying by. It makes me sad. It makes me want to cry. It makes me want to cry, cry and look away. Yeah, at least baseball's almost done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> but, anyway, thank you all for tuning in, and hope you have a great football weekend. <laughs>